When you're navigating the complicated world of real estate, you want someone you can trust holding your hand along the way. Here's just the right person and just the right program. It's the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Here's your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team, Dan Jemis. Good morning, everyone. 7.07 a.m. this uh, Sunday morning. It's a beautiful Sunday morning out there. No snow. No snow. No, it is a little nippy. Good. It is a little nippy, though. A little, well, come on. Well, when you go from six really? <laughs> A little, yeah, bit, a little bit too nippy for uh, for Courtney. <laughs> yeah. Courtney Bonnie, Sean LeBlanc in the studio with me today. We also have a special guest, Chris Burnett from Direct Electric, in studio with us today. And we'll get to him in the next uh, in the next segment. We'll talk all about, you know, electrical things, yeah. wires and nothing, plugs. Nothing, nothing that can shock you. Nothing that can shock you. Yeah, nothing, oh. nothing too shocking. No pun intended. But I'm oh boy. You're so Sean's been here morning. since uh, since five a.m. this morning. Yeah, we had uh, we had a little <laughs> sip and swirl. So I don't know if anyone's ever done it. You you, yes, you get office. a painting, and um, everybody has to paint the same picture. But yes. there's a, a little bit of drinking involved, which makes yeah. it a little more interesting. A little bit of sipping. So we did a lot of sipping last night, and the whole Dan Gemma's team and uh, the Doobies uh, team, uh, the staffs, got together last night. Yeah, it was it was it was a lot of fun. So it was a, it was a little bit of a late night. Yes. So this morning, alarm went off, and you know I just up and knew I had to leave to do the radio show so I got I got pretty not really far far enough in the car and realized that the show is at seven and not six so I had to turn oh, okay. I had to turn around <laughs> hey, that reminds me didn't Dan do something like that to me when what? I first remember when you first started when I first started I thought I had to be here earlier than I had like an hour earlier did I do that <laughs> I was it my misunderstanding or was it yours it was just a miscommunication, but miscommunication, I'm going to blame you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these morning shows, they got to tell you. Um, yeah, Simpsons Roll last night was a hoot. I've got, I got to tell you, because Lisa and uh, Nikki in our office planned it. And at first, I'm like, okay, really? We're going to be painting? Yeah. You know? I don't know. But it was actually a hoot. We had a we had a, a oh, great yeah. time. And to, to watch, you know, there was 20 whatever of us there. And to watch everyone's paintings at the end. They and, turned and out good. Was, they turned out good. Some, some, turned out, some turned out good. Some were Interesting. less than good. Yes. But it's art. Yeah. There's no yeah, good. There's, there's no, uh, there's it was no great. It was funny. It was, it was fun to watch. And to, to get the reaction as, as, you know, she's explaining which step to do next. And you have, you know, some of us who are OCD that, you know, I, ooh, I don't know. It's going to ruin the picture if I do that or if I do yeah. this way here. <laughs> But it was uh, it was a good time. Played some cards afterwards, and always fun to get the staff and the and the spouses together. And yeah, it's it's fun time. when you can get together with the people you work with and you actually have a good time, as opposed to you know being forced not having a good time. To, to, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, we had a, we had a great time. Always have we'll a do good that time. again. But uh, yes. So um, how was your Valentine's date the, this uh, this week? So uh, mm-hmm. well, let me start. Funny story. Let me start. Let me start because it starts with me. Okay, well, it started on Valentine's oh, okay. Day, so my my wife was uh, out of town for Valentine's Day, so we didn't get to spend the day together. So, her words, not mine, we're, go- we're going to do something <laughs> Friday. Don't book anything after four Friday. My uh, interpretation of that was, hey, let's try to do something on the weekend. Okay, wait a sec. Okay, what did she say again? She said <laughs> that... When we talked about Valentine's Day, we couldn't do it Tuesday, so she specifically said, "Don't book anything after four Friday." My okay. Inter- wait a sec. How? 
Wait, now well, that no, I'm hearing this wh- part of the story. What I heard <laughs> and what we actually talked about, which is correct because it's coming out of my my brain, is <laughs> hey, we'll just we'll try to do something on the weekend. So nothing after four o'clock on Friday. Don't book anything after well, four I o'clock on Friday. Sean. I didn't hear her. I didn't hear her say that. Oh, so the, the, there there was a, a little miscommunication. So I get a message from Tanya from Sean's wife, and she says, Dan, do me a favor. Um, can you just book a fake meeting? For Friday at 3.45. Because I'm going to show up at the office and pick him up to go on a date. I said, not a problem. I'll book a fake meeting. So I email the staff. Say, guys, ignore the email I'm just about to send. It's for Sean. Is Tanya's picking him up at 3.45. So ignore the email about the meeting. So I send everybody an email, including Sean, saying, hey, everybody. Very important meeting. Friday, 3.30 or 3.45. I can't tell you what it's about. It'll be a surprise. Make sure you're there. <laughs> so here's everybody, right? And... Everyone's like, then Andrew actually shows up for the meeting. Yes. I'm like, what are you doing? He says, well, isn't there a meeting? I think it's a fake meeting. It's a fake meeting for Sean. But at that point, earlier in the day, Sean comes to my office and tells me that he knows about this meeting and that it's not happening. And it's funny because, Court, you actually mentioned to me when I walked in the door that morning, I'm like, hey, everybody ready for our meeting at, uh, this afternoon? And Court's like, that's weird. I'm like, what? She's like, Sean has appointments in his, in his calendar for like five o'clock and six o'clock. I'm like, you're kidding. I'm like, well, listen, Tanya just asked me to book a meeting. She didn't ask yeah. me to keep a schedule free. Yeah, so I so, had nothing nothing booked for us to do anything from 4 <laughs> o'clock on. So I'm just going about my normal day. I'm booking, you know, I, I'm booking around this stupid meeting that I have to go to when really I'm so busy. I don't, I don't have time to come back to the office. So, yeah, long story short, I totally ruined her Valentine's Day plans. And uh, I'm definitely in the doghouse. You're dog going for that one, yeah, for a while. Yeah. 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 Luckily, your doghouse is a beautiful <laughs> yes. square foot house in the back. I've got a great doghouse uh, outside. Treehouse in the back or whatever you want to call it. It's a, it's a treehouse. Tree it, it took a couple of trees to build that, yeah, that house. Yeah, sure it did. But too funny. Yeah, so I, yeah, I'm in the doghouse no, badly. No kidding. I would be too, but. That's why they you're, invented. You're absolutely right. I hear things differently too. When Nick talks, it's like, uh-huh, 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 great. Uh, honey, what are you doing? I'm like, what are you? What are you? I'm doing this. That's not what I told you. Of yeah. course. Well, I, t- I we have uh, Google calendars, and I I set yeah. it up in her phone so you so can, she can see what's so, going on. Yeah, see me, track me, whatever you want to call it. Well, she was trying to surprise you, right? Surprise. Yeah. With, with... she tried. <laughs> surprise. Do you know what the plan was at all? No, she refused to tell oh, me. Wow. And it didn't help that when she <laughs> when she found out that I was going for showings. And she said she had something planned. I, I kind of, I might have called her a liar and said she didn't have something planned. Stop. <laughs> oh. So yeah, there's. You just it gets, dug it, gets, it deeper. Yeah, it gets way worse. I'm, okay, now we have Tanya on line one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get her side of the story. Oh boy. Oh well. Well, there's always next year. Yep. <laughs> I've got to, if, a lot of. Th- if you make I've it. got a lot of time to plan uh, Valentine's Day oh, next year. Oh boy. Oh boy. Okay, well, that's that. Well, why don't we take a break because we have lots to talk. We're going to talk with uh, with Chris Brennan from Direct Electric about uh, you know all things electric, <laughs> lots electric of fireplaces, lo- electric stoves, plugs. Well, old. I'm I'm excited to hear about you know older wiring. And- yes. Knob and tube. We can talk about knob and tube wiring. We can talk about aluminum wiring. Heck, if you have questions, give us a call in the studio at 519-792-CKLW. That's 519-792-2559. And we can, uh, we can ask Chris live on the air. If any of Chris's friends or neighbors want to call in, 
Family members. Family members. <laughs> Say hello. Okay, so let's get to that right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. You make better decisions when you are informed of what's going on. Real estate is often the largest investment you'll ever make. You want a real estate team you can trust helping you along the way. And definitely be able to make better decisions because of it. Welcome back to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show with one of the most trusted realtors in Windsor, Essex, Dan Jemis. Welcome back to the show, Sean LeBlanc, Courtney Bondi, and then uh, also Chris Burnett from uh, Direct Electric in studio with us this morning. Uh, we're going to talk all about, you know, electricity and electrical jobs and work and anything electrical. Everything electrical. Everything electrical. We got we got Chris in studio. So, uh, Chris. Now, Chris is uh, is the guy that we call on the Dan Gemma's team, and and uh, same over at uh, Doobie's Home Center. Chris is our guy. We've been trusting him for years, and you do great work, Chris. And uh, and thank you for what you do. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, so, uh, tell us about yourself and about the company. Um, my name is Chris Bernan. I'm from uh, Essex. I've been on my own for eight years now. Um, my wife and I started this company, and uh, the first couple years was a little rocky, but uh, once you build yeah. your clientele, it's pretty much smooth sailing now, so I enjoy it. We do everything from residential to commercial, but uh, the gist of the work is mostly residential. So, Okay. Um, everything from changing a switch to rewiring your house. Um, is there a big difference between residential and commercial? Um, not a ton of difference. There's uh, different codes. Like yep. there's different code standards that you have to meet. But uh, for the most part, uh, most of it's similar. So I wasn't one of those lucky apprentices that got to learn how to bend pipe. So, yes. So when you, <laughs> if you want me to ask you to bend saddles over top of um, <laughs> robots and stuff like that, I, I wouldn't be able. I won't be your guy. So, yeah. but uh, most of my apprenticeship was in residential. So that's mostly what I stick with. So okay, cool. So I, there's lots to talk about in, in you know. Just jump in, guys, when, when you have some questions. But um, what are some of the biggest mistakes that you see homeowners making out there when they're when they're working with electrical? Aside from not calling an electrician, yeah, doing their own electrical. Yeah, doing their own. <laughs> that, I was just gonna say, we like, see, we see it a lot. I was just gonna say, like, um, a lot of mistakes people make is uh, Kijiji is a, a legitimate ad, but there's a lot of guys that will put up there, like, they'll call someone saying, well, they'll look at an ad on Kijiji, and the guy will say, like, well, I only know how to replace switches and receptacles, and <laughs> that's about it. So. <laughs> And they want to save money. I, I can't blame them, but yeah. you have a guy that's not licensed and um, could possibly create a burn down your house. So, I have a I have a story I can tell. There's an older customer. She called me after a week. She found a guy on Kijiji, and she was having a problem on her uh, with her receptacle on her countertop. Um, kept tripping the breaker every time she used these appliances, and instead of actually taking the receptacle off the wall, the guy just changed the 15 amp breaker to a 30 amp breaker downstairs. Oh my and God. the receptacle melted. So oh. if he would have looked into the problem, it was uh, the wiring was fine. It just wasn't grounded at the receptacle. Oh. So um, yeah, something it's scary because you're it's your investment and you can save a few bucks, but it's not worth it if you're gonna, you know, burn lose your house. house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, burn your house so, down. But Grounding is important, and that's uh, at, like if you have a house from the 1930s, and knob and tube's a huge one. Too. Yes. So, um, we do a lot of lot knob and tube removals. Um, the one thing people don't understand about knob and tube is that it's ungrounded. So, if you buy this these a house that's older, you might like it because it has a lot of character, but the most important thing is you have to make the necessary upgrades to keep it up. Explain to somebody, Chris, in case they don't know, how do they know if it's knob and tube? Number two, it's easy to inspect. If you most of these older houses have unfinished basements or yeah. their attics, you can easily tell what it looks like. It looks like a regular. It's an old piece of wire. They're about twelve feet apart, and 
there's porcelain knobs that support it. And when it runs through the joist, you'll see like these porcelain tubes that support it from any mechanical damage. But um, it it's it's not a black, it's not a white insulated um, conductor. It's black and it's easy to uh, easy to tell what it is because it's pretty old. Um, but it almost looks like a like a black rope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like yeah. a really yeah. old yeah. black rope. Yeah, in in the attic, it's the most dangerous part because you can't see it. But the attic absorbs most of the heat in the house. Which, when you think about it, in the summertime, and it's a hundred degrees inside the attic, and it's sitting on top of that knob and tube wiring. Yeah, that just creates a lot of problems. And the huge, the biggest problem about knob and tube is that it's ungrounded. So, say you buy a new house and Jimmy in his room has a PlayStation and he has a cell phone or yeah, he has TV and a, a stereo TV. and everything. Everything's yeah. plugged into one outlet and it won't trip the breaker because there's no there's no ground telling the breaker to trip, creating a path back to the circuit. Yeah. So um, Jimmy could possibly burn his bedroom down if you if you don't have the knob and tube removed. So it's a uh, it's an investment, but it's worth having it replaced and then for so. the most part uh court and sean we're, we're seeing a lot of people having uh issues uh not being able to get insurance with knob and tube yeah, right? the, yeah. the insurance companies obviously they see it as a as a fire hazard no doubt yeah. so there's obviously i mean you want to talk about uh esas really quick that yeah. seems to be coming up a lot yeah like electrical safety authority they can't tell you to come like they, they'll tell you like the knob and tube can stay in the house if it's inspected and if it's safe, like the way you can keep number tube in your house, but it sure. has to have ground fault protection. But to do all that work, to change all the receptacles to ground faults or yeah. to change the breakers up to GFI breakers, you're going to spend about half the price. You might as well just spend the full price and replace right. all the wiring. Uh, and not just that, but it, to find an insurance company that's going to insure the knob yeah. tube is going to be difficult. It's going to be paying up the, up yeah. the, you know. Yeah, you're going to pay it back. And yeah, it's just going to be ridiculous. ESA, yeah, you'll pay back insurance. Yeah. ESA rather have you guys replace it anyways yes there's, there's there are insurance companies that might cover you but what's the point of pay, paying that premium you might as well just get it all replaced and unbelievable so. um what other big um no-nos are you seeing out there from people trying to do their own electrical um well aluminum wiring i've seen a lot of people they buy these houses out actually it's funny because it seems like it'd be all in the forest glade so aluminum wiring but yes but um, they buy the house, and the first thing they do is they want to buy the new light fixtures, replace those, maybe install some dimmer switches and new receptacles and switches. But the problem is with aluminum wiring, it's uh, you can replace the device, but you have to buy a device that's approved for aluminum wiring. You can't put a device that's copper rated onto aluminum circuit. Interesting. That will create a fire hazard as well. So, so. can you so talk about uh, they sell the oxidizing paste that you can use to mix aluminum and copper. So is that a, is that a no no or are people being? Oh, you can. But that's what you have to do when you you have to buy the either the moret. They used to be able to buy the paste and you could use a regular moret. Now you, that got thrown out the window. Now you have to buy the moret that's rated for aluminum copper wiring. A lot hmm. of people don't do that. If they're doing it themselves, yes, they, of course, they, they would know. throw the paste out the window, just yeah. use a moret. But yeah. the problem is those two cables, when they're touching each other, over time, they'll rust, corrode, melt, and there you go. It creates another fire hazard as well. So Unbelievable. Huh. But things you don't realize. But um, And you can still get insurance on aluminum wiring, and it has to be typically inspected uh, by an electrician or the ESA, depending on the insurance company. Um, you know, and the, uh, aluminum wiring is in the 70s, correct? So typically, aluminum wiring, yeah, in the popular 70s. in the seventies. Yeah. Uh, now, but tube more in the nineteen thirties. Yes, don't remember much of the nineteen thirties. 
I wonder what would, yeah. Like, well, <laughs> the, the one day we don't have Kathy Talbot. <laughs> but she's listening. But she's listening. She, we have a call. Kathy's <laughs> like 40 years old. She's looking fantastic. Jeez. Oh. Um, yeah, that's that's huge. Um, and again, there's a lot of, we know of a lot of uh, um, condo buildings that are full of aluminum wiring. You know, I've owned uh, an income property before that, uh, you know, a townhouse that the whole complex it was was all aluminum wiring um and the fuses talk about fuses actually fuse boxes fuse boxes they're scary yeah yeah <laughs> scary right no it's just the scary part is that the same same actually example i was telling you where the electrician put a 20 amp uh 30 amp uh, breaker in for a 15 amp rated circuit the same thing happens with fuses so this is an old lady see she's a widow and she lives by her house and her fuse pops She's going to go downstairs and go in the box of fuses that she has yeah, and just yeah. grab the first one, one she sees. The wrong one. So again, for those listening who don't know, what, so basically you have your, your breaker, your breaker panel, which, you know, you just, when it breaks, you just click it back on to on, right? Yeah. And your fuses are just, they look like glass. Glass round, fuses. Glass fuses, yeah. Yeah. So. And eventually they're going to be obsolete. So, yeah. um, Home, I don't know, Home Depot doesn't carry them anymore. And um, Home Hardware, like the only place you're going to find these um, fuses are at their resale shops, maybe Habitat, yeah. Humidity, or something yeah. like that. But Canada, Canada Salvage, Canada still, Salvage. Still cares them. It's that's another thing too. Like um, uh, I don't know how it works with the insurance companies, but I've heard cases where people, no one wants a fuse panel in their house. No, of course so not. No. For, for that reason, so if someone puts a wrong size fuse in, it's the same thing. Like you have to have the right size fuse for the right size wire. So for what it's worth. We a panel change only takes about three hours to do. If it's back to back, we usually we can have your fuse panel off the wall and a new panel installed within three four hours. If it's fuses, is it typically aluminum? Wire? Oh no! Or can it can no. be anything? It can fuses. be like you can have like Copper just old wiring, wiring have... the wiring from the eighties where it's you can see the in older homes the green insulation. Yes. Wiring it's still it still passes as a as a hot neutral in the ground. Okay. The wiring's fine. But it's a fuse panel that's installed, so you don't have to do any additional wiring to your house when you do a panel change, unless there is knob tube or aluminum sure, wiring sure, sure. that you want taken out. But mostly, I've, we do a lot of panel swaps, and it only takes about three hours to do. So it's definitely worth it. A breaker trips, you can reset it or access the problem. Just don't put a larger size fuse in. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, Jeez. Um, going back to knob and tube, Chris. If somebody has knob and tube in their home and they're looking at getting it switched, how big of a job is that? Because it, it's in the walls, it's everywhere. It's it, it sounds like a big job, but it's not actually a big job. In, in most cases, we can get your house rewired with minimal damage or sometimes no damage at all, depending. If you have really? a ranch, if you have a ranch with an attic above it, it's easy to fish inside sure. walls, obviously. Yep. Yep. And it's funny the older homes, the the rooms line up. Like if you have a second story, your kitchen wall lines up with your bedroom wall upside, so yes. it's easy to fish the walls. And if you don't have attic access above, if you don't have a ranch and you don't have attic access, we can fish wires through the ceiling on your bottom floor by taking your baseboards off on the top floor. So we're actually fishing the floor joists. So It's a big game of fishing. It's, it's, yeah. it's a big game of fishing, yeah. But uh, <laughs> it's time-consuming. We just finished one, actually, out in Walkerville, and um, it was a lot of dust flying through the air. No we doubt. come in there with our drop cloths, and we take care of you. So it, it's, How long is it typically taking? Days? Weeks? Uh, years? Week? Week, a week maybe? Yeah. Okay. Maybe a week. I don't know. The house is different, obviously, but... Yep, the first couple of days is more taking all the devices off the wall. We want to make sure that you don't we don't leave you without power overnight because yep. people are still living in their houses no, when sure, we're doing sure, this. Sure. And uh, the last day, basically, we try to line it up with the inspector. So usually I, I like to be there when the inspection is getting done because the customer might not know what the inspector is sure, sure, talking sure. about. So 
usually the last day we can uh, wrap that up and have the inspection done. Okay. We have Chris Bernand from Direct Electric on uh, in studio with us today. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, let's cover some ungrounded plugs. There's lots more stuff we can cover. Oh, yeah. There's tons more. Uh, if you have questions, you can call us in studio, 519-792-CKLW. That's 519-792-2559. Lots more with Chris Bernand from Direct Electric right after this on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Here's your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team, Dan Jemis. Welcome back to the show, 733, right here on AM800 in studio, Courtney Bondi, Sean LeBlanc, and we have uh, Chris Bernand from Direct Electric uh, answering some questions uh, for us on, on electricity and on, uh, you know, stuff today. Easy, easy, easy stuff. stuff. Easy wiring stuff. and you know, all kind of electrical stuff. So, Chris, um, what can we jump to next? So, let's talk about uh, permits. So, pulling permits, not pulling permits, people forgetting to pull permits, trying not to pull permits. <laughs> That's a big one. You definitely <laughs> should pull a permit when you're doing electrical work. Yes. But um, for like people, a lot of people don't understand, like if they're paranoid about pulling a permit, if they're thinking about doing their own electrical work, if you change out a device in your house, like replace a switch with a switch, a receptacle with a receptacle, a light with a light, Basically, like for like, right? You don't have to pull a permit. Okay. But if you're adding on to a circuit, existing circuit, or if you're doing a renovation, you definitely have to pull a permit. So a homeowner can pull their own permit and do their own electrical work. The only problem is about that. Like if a homeowner decides to wire their home basement and they do it all wrong, they the inspector's going to come back yeah. and tell you to hire an electrician. So it pays to have a, an estimate done, free estimate done, and uh, to have a permit pulled because you're... It's your it's your investment, and you want to make sure it's done right. So. No, no doubt. So, what if a permit isn't pulled, and the homeowner tries and does their own work, and then somebody else buys it, and they find out that it's done wrong? Unfortunately, I don't think you can do much about that, and you'd okay. have to. Uh, what you can do is actually call electrical safety authority. They can come to the house you just bought, and they can show you the de defects yeah. that were done, yeah. and you can get them corrected and have a certificate of inspection given to you afterwards. And I know I, in the past, have had um, um, sales that uh, right before closing, the lawyer's like, wait a second, there's been pull, uh, permits pulled but not closed off on this on this house for whatever reason. So they have to go and, you know, figure out what's going on before they close the deal. So that uh, that can happen too. Absolutely. Yeah, that it, it happens. I mean, I think the biggest thing we see in our industry is it's easy to tell when a handyman's gone and done something versus yes. an, an actual electrician. So what, what do you see as like the top differences between what you would do versus what somebody like Dan would do? Yeah, like me. Hmm. Well... Well, it's a big list, Chris, I know. But. No, it's, a lot of people don't know that receptacles in their bedrooms have to be on their own circuit, and you have to have um, lighting circuits should be on their own circuit. Um, the, the big one that people don't realize is that they when they go to Home Depot, they'll buy their switches and receptacles. Well, the receptacles, they'll buy the cheapest ones they can find, right? But now it's code to have tamper-proof receptacles in your house. It's basically, so what, what is that? Basically, you're getting rid of the you know the little plastic plugs that you plug into your yep. outlets so the kids don't plug anything yep. to. Yeah. Well, you don't have to do that anymore. These are built into the receptacle, so um, that uh, rules all that out. They are more expensive, but it's code. So stop Sean out. from sticking knives and forks into the into the plug. Anything. That's good. One time. One time you do that. <laughs> the, the one thing is the funny. Yeah, the one thing that's funny about these receptacles, I felt bad because I went to an older lady's house. You got to push hard. <laughs> yeah, you do. You have to push hard. Oh yeah. And I felt bad because it was a ninety-year-old that she couldn't plug her toaster in. Yes. Or and it's kind I, of annoying a little bit. So for a good week or two. Yeah. There's, you, there's you been times where I have them I, in your I, house, right? I, oh we yeah. Have them in ours. Yeah. I, I mean, I honestly, they're they're a great 
you yeah. know, great feature. But I'd rather, much rather just tell my kid not I'm, to. I'm afraid to like break it sometimes. I'm pushing so hard. I'm, it's, it's strange. Yeah. But for a good listen. week there, I think I stopped by a couple times <clears throat> to plug her toaster in for her. So. <laughs> Chris is on all of our speed dials. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. Chris. <laughs> toaster, I can't please. plug my toaster in. <laughs> toaster, please. Yeah. Um, let's talk about uh, GFIs, uh, Chris. All right. Um, uh, well, ground fault is very important to have, um, especially for uh, pool equipment. Everything has to have be ground uh-huh. fault protected. Um, if anything, if your pool equipment's ten feet away from your pool, you have to have ground fault protection. Anything close so. to water, right? So anything close your to water, sink. Any, your sink, your bathrooms, right? Has to have ground fault protection. Yeah. The funny thing is, if um, if you re- like re- rewire in a house and there was no ground fault installed before you don't have to have it put in but who doesn't want to have a of course gfi in their yeah, bathroom it only makes sense so it's uh important to have especially when you have young kids that are playing with water like my kid likes to do yeah shove everything in the sink yep. like, and yeah and yeah. if you're fooling around the make sure your bathroom has ground fault protection so that's a big important one yeah we lost a um our 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 plug from our bathroom sink came out so i have to get it put back in and uh, <laughs> one of the kids <laughs> took the lid off their toothbrush and dropped it in the drain so had to call Josh Bedard over at Superior Plumbing <laughs> come out and get that out oh, wow. <laughs> it, was it really wasn't the kids anyways, it was Dan I've got Josh on speed dial I've got Chris on speed dial hello yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, both of them. Uh, let's talk good. about some new codes that, that hit in January uh, a big one was the um, arc fault protection in your house. Yeah. Basically, anything that's attached to your house has to have arc fault protection. It's basically, it's uh, just a, it's like almost like a ground fault breaker. It's a breaker that you install in your panel. If there's anything that's overheating or everything that's overloaded, or if there's a wire touching the side of the metal box, it'll trip the breaker. The only thing yes. is, people don't understand that is not just with new wiring. If it's a renovation, you still have to have arc fault protection put in. So if I came to your house and had a permit done and we put a couple plugs in your movie room yep i'd have to put an arc fault breaker <laughs> uh, on your panel box right in our theater room guys. yeah so the basic breaker costs about six dollars but these arc bolt ones are about forty dollars oh. so that's why a lot of customers say you know what i don't want it don't put it in but i have oh, to put on. it in yeah yeah i see a lot of customers take them out after i leave and really try to bring them back come on for them so really? yeah it's wow. not shine <laughs> one time again right? one time <laughs> one time <laughs> No, it's the new code, and uh, unfortunately, it's an expensive code. But all ESA is doing is looking out for you guys, so make sure everyone is safe. So, in the grand scheme Thank of things, you, yeah. it's an extra few bucks to you know, yeah, be extra safe. Yeah. Well, That's really, in six months, again. you're gonna forget that you spent that forty dollars exactly. on the arc. Yeah. Yeah. It's one less coffee. Yeah. Couple a of days a day <laughs> or a week. Um, so I, I know in the last, uh, it's been the last couple of years now. Uh, code is required: uh, smoke and strobe in every bedroom. Every bedroom, every, every hallway, hall. and staircase. And staircase for, for new builds, obviously, not for raising homes. For new builds, yeah. yes. Uh, well, if you're doing an addition to, um, like I say, a bonus room, you yep. have to meet the uh, building code, so it applies. It's Which, building code, not electrical code, but we still, it's electricians doing it, yeah. so we have to meet the building code standards. So. And that's something that really does make sense if you think about it, you know, over the years. You know, if there's a fire in the house, you want to make sure you catch the room that it's in first. Well, I mean, how many fires, you know, do we hear about they didn't have working yes. smoke detectors? Now, yes. Yes. it's literally foolproof yep. where you're going to be okay. Yeah. And they're all hard, hardwired, so if one goes off, yeah. they'll go off. It's right? uh, it's meant to for people that have, like, they lose their hearing or they're born deaf the so that when there's an emergency, you can they can see the strobe light. Yes. And I don't know if you ever tested these things out, but it's like Arius Nightclub. So, <laughs> so, so it's pretty bright when you have when yeah. you set these things up. They're so. crazy. But now you don't have to install 
a separate device. You used to have to have a smoke detector and a strobe next to each other. Yeah. Now they utilize them all in one. Yes, package, which so. makes sense. Yep. You have like, you know, maybe like a like an airplane in your bedroom with all these <laughs> lights all over the, all over the ceiling. Yeah. Um, yeah, I sent Nikki went to shopping at the mall yesterday, and uh, the the fire alarm went off, so they were going to evacuate the mall. So the joke was that you know, I found out she was going shopping, so I went and pulled the smart the the uh, the, the fire alarm at the uh, at the mall to get her out. But <laughs> that's the cheapest <laughs> way to go it. back. That's the cheapest way to do it. Boy, oh boy. Uh, anything else, Chris? That we should uh, we should make sure that people are, are aware of out there. Um, all I have to say is that be careful when you are looking for electrician. People that want to cheap out and they want to try the Kijiji ads, and the Kijiji ads are legitimate. Like they're. A lot of people don't know that there's companies that actually use Kijiji yeah, and, sure. and it works. Yeah. There's other companies that use it and they try to scam people. So be careful when you try to find an electrician. Ask for referrals is is a, a huge yeah. thing, right? Um, all of Chris, and we'll get to Chris's information in a second. It's all on our website as well and in the, in the people we trust uh, section of our website. Um, but, you know, again, Chris, you're working nine days a week, right? <laughs> Basically. I think yeah. I'm going to work right after here. So see? we'll see what happens. There you go. Someone's going to a call a, a visit from Chris at 7:45 uh, this morning. Ooh, yes. Hello. Um, yeah. <laughs> How do people get a hold of you? Uh, where can they find you online? Uh, phone number? Um uh, directelectric.com and my phone number is 519-796-8913 or you can follow us on Facebook at Direct Electric Services Limited. Direct Electric Services Limited. A lot of words. A lot of words. Any anything else from anybody? Uh, no, I mean we've we're, we've referred uh, Chris out on a couple of jobs now, yeah. and the people have been extremely happy with his service. And it it goes without saying, right? There's a lot of pretenders out there, and it's really hard to find somebody who not only does quality work but at a quality price. Yes. So that that comes up all the time. I see people telling me how much they paid for a, a renovation or for a trade to come through, and uh, a lot of people don't know, and a lot of people get taken advantage of. So one thing we like about Chris is he's he's extremely fair. Yes, yeah, very fair. Like I mean, and again, Chris has been doing my stuff personally for years, for a few years at least. Jeez, you have you seen yeah, his movie room? Uh, oh yeah, yes, yes. yeah. People have seen our, our theater room. Yeah, with my old office at home, we turned it into a theater room. Um, and then Chris has been doing all the work over at Doobie's uh, Home Center. So the whole transition uh, and the whole transformation happening there—that's all—it's uh, all Chris. I, I tried it first. I did it all myself first. I'm kidding. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would never try that. I would be Dan, a Dan's disaster. Good at lots of stuff. I can. I can. I can tile now. Perfect. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far either. No. But it's, it's, it's a stretch. <laughs> it's a stretch. stretch. <laughs> oh, but it's been lots of fun. So thank you for all your help, Chris. It's been no fantastic. And again, uh, you can reach Chris at five one nine. Chris, tell me again. Seven nine six eight nine one three eight nine one three. Okay. Directelectric.com as well. And uh, again, all of his information is on our website and the people we trust. Checks okay. Thanks for coming, Chris. No problem. Thanks Appreciate for having me. Appreciate it. Of Thanks, course, always good. No and uh, we'll come back with more right after this on the Dan Gemis Real Estate Show. Do you ever wonder if you've made the right decisions buying a home? Are you in the right mortgage product? Should you spend that extra money on home renovations? I just needed some advice, and I figured I would just come straight to the source. Well, you happen to be in the right place for all the best advice. Thank you so much. You give people such awesome advice. You're listening to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Here's Dan Jemis, your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team. Welcome back to the show. Now, before we get to our next topic, and it's a, it's a fun one, we uh, have a couple of things we want to mention. 
Uh, Sean, go for it. Yes, so uh, we have uh, Ducks on the Roof. Uh, yes, out in the, Amherstburg. The historical, beautiful restaurant yeah. out in Amherstburg. And I hear from a lot of people and, you know, they're like, oh, we're, we're so sad that Ducks on the Roof isn't open anymore. It's open. And it's a, a common misconception. The yes. restaurant is absolutely open. They're they're ready and willing and able to uh, serve the needs of the community. Yes. But uh, but yes, they are looking to to sell and pass that torch to somebody else. We also have uh, Speedy Car Wash available as well. So yes. if anybody is looking for a fully functional car wash, or uh, you know looking to uh, park some of their hard earned money in a great business that's yeah. ready to go, we also have one of the, the oldest car washes in. Canada, the oldest, Ontario? oldest car wash. Well, some some have said so. Windsor, I can't say definitively. It? Some somebody said somewhere that it is the oldest car wash. I think it was 1924 when it was first uh, opened. There's, uh, there's if you go into our website and you look at the pictures, there's a really fun article about uh, the the women basically did the finer uh, details in the car wash because that's what women do best. It was Stop. It, oh, it was hilarious because it's not true. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we also have uh, twenty one twenty two Front Road, the iconic log cabin on yes. the way into Amherstburg. We are very excited to uh, to get someone to to take that one. It's yeah. it's uh, you know beautiful saltwater pool, huge property, and it's a log cabin. So who who doesn't want a log cabin? Quite the workshop in the back, right? Yeah, it's a great outbuilding. So there's a uh, a big uh, two car garage plus uh, he's got a little office that he converted out there too with its own bathroom. So yeah, lots of lots of great uh, listings that uh, we're, we're looking to get someone into. Fantastic! If you're thinking of uh, buying or selling, the Dan Gemma's team is always there. Five one nine five six six fifty five sixty five. DanGemma's.com is the website as well. It's five one nine five six six fifty five sixty five. So, I have this article uh, that I found some renovation lessons you don't want to learn the hard way. I thought there was some <coughs> topics, and Chris is still with us. You can jump on in, Chris, if you want. Um, some tips on what you want to make sure you do before you, you know, start some renovation work. And number one is plan ahead. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> and it talks about how you know people often underestimate what a renovation will cost. And Always. I've been there. Where, you know, do me something as a big example where, well, that just started because we wanted to move the paint section to the front of the building. And next thing you know, we've, by the time we're done in a couple of weeks, the whole building, including the exterior, which is happening right now, is going to have a renovation. But well, what people don't realize is you open up a wall. Oh, yeah. And now all of a sudden, it just every, cascades, every, yeah. everything's, everything's changed. You know, and then Chris comes out. 14 times to move a plug over. Because, 14. Okay, 25. <laughs> <laughs> just in just that one month. <laughs> just that one month. He was strictly at Doobies for a month straight. Just, yep. um, but uh, yeah, when we, when we renovated the office, our, our Dan Jemis team office as well, mm-hmm. it was that's a big, you know, and of course that building is from 1874 or 84 or something. So I knew... <laughs> Yeah, it's we're getting it's ourselves held together into, by uh, gum and yeah, uh, chopsticks well, it's up, upstairs. It's holding up so far. It's there. It's <laughs> so we were there last night with the team. It was, it was holding up. Everything's still there. But uh, yeah, it's all it's all projects that you know you need to make sure you plan ahead for because you can get expensive quick. Shut the water off when you're doing plumbing. The oh, is that tip? That's, that's shut the power the off when that, you do electrical. That goes up to my neighbor. <laughs> oh, that flooded his basement by accident. What's your neighbor's name? Steve. Hey, Steve. Steve, you're make listening. Sure, make sure you shut off the uh, the plumbing. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I think he went to go replace his dishwasher and then somehow the basement flooded. So, so. he should have called a plumber. Yes. Yeah. Or just shut the water off. Or just shut the water yeah. off. <laughs> well, Steve. Poor guy. Too bad. Poor guy. Uh, <laughs> avoid anything too trendy is the next tip. Uh, sure, design magazines are full of chic 
colors and current crazes, but your home is an investment that needs to stand the test of time. Pay attention to the overall style of your home and plan your renovations accordingly. Now, they often say to look to Europe for our styles coming in the next few years because Europe is always ahead of us mm-hmm. with design styles. So just look over there and see what's going on. We'll it's see. The best, the best tip I can give you. <laughs> we'll see. Stick with some you know, neutral colors. Your whites or grays. It's all grays now. It's all, right now it's gray. Gray's right now. It was browns a couple years ago, yeah. and now everybody's gone gray. You know, Hunter Green was cool a few years back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> 20 years ago. I don't think it was ever Not cool. Not so much. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, stick with uh, with some some neutral stuff. Uh, set a realistic budget. goes back to the first thing. Home remodeling can be a pricey proposition. The bigger the renovation job, the more you should build into your budget for unexpected costs. Obtain a written estimate. For demolition and removal of construction debris, the cost of building materials, appliances, fixtures, flooring, cabinetry, and countertops, and the cost of necessary electrical, plumbing, and finishing work, as well as any fees related to code compliance, permits, you know, that kind of stuff. Gets pricey. But it's got to get done. And do it right. Yep. Don't just skimp. Well, right? I, I mean, you have the budget for, you know, additional materials, you know, I, I can think of... You know, you're cutting something really yep. expensive or that marble for the shower yes. and you trip and, and you smash it, which <laughs> I may or may not have done <laughs> once what? or twice. <laughs> but then, yeah, you have to go get another, you got to get another piece. Next one is measure twice, cut once. Am I, am I, you know, I would probably measure four times and cut, cut twice. Measure twice, cut once is an old carpenter's adage. Uh, with a lot of truth behind it. Even half an inch can make a huge difference when fitting countertops, appliances, fixtures, and floor materials. Many home improvement retailers offer free measuring services. Uh, take advantage of these offers whenever possible to prevent costly errors. If you're cutting material on your own, have a friend take a measurement for you and compare it with your own measurements. If you don't know how to use a measuring tape, YouTube it. Uh, <laughs> YouTube or Google. Purchase quality materials. Try to purchase the best materials you can afford because budget items will cheapen the overall effect of your renovation. This is one thing that I can say, uh, one of the biggest things we hear over at, uh, that the staff hears over at Doobie's uh, Home Center. People go and buy flooring from the big box stores and quickly realize that it's not what they expected but what do you, it's, yeah, you know, cheap, it's cheapest, made in China. It's, cheapest, it's definitely not the best, especially, yeah. you know, uh, laminate's a big thing. And yes. you can clearly tell when something is, you know, a 7 mil or an 8 mil yes. as opposed to a 12, 12 or a 14. Yeah, or a 14. It you makes it. all the difference in the world. The longevity of it is is incredible. For such an investment, too, you're better off right going, doing it right the first time, yep. as I said there, too, and then. Yeah, Next, prepare for disruption. Remodeling is difficult, dusty, dirty work that causes disruption to your household. Make sure that everyone in the house is on board with some mess and inconvenience and plan to complete the job in an appropriate amount of time. Listen, Chris, like you said, you heard here on the on the radio show, if he if he does work at your place, if it's a whole, you know, wiring job replacement, he'll guarantee it's done in an hour. It's fantastic. <laughs> I'm kidding. But no, no he dust. will make sure no dust. No, at dust. All. no, but he will make sure that he's always cleaned up after himself and it's you know, you bring materials and next thing you know he's gone and you're like, Oh, where'd Chris go? What happened? Wait a sec. He's hiding. He's hiding. <laughs> he's hiding somewhere. Doesn't want to get paid. Oh well. <laughs> uh, so yes, prepare for disruption. Renovation work is always you know it's always a lot of work. My screen's freezing. <laughs> Sorry. 
Still time, right, guys. We'll talk about Keep mess. Talking. So yeah. uh, simple things, you know, plastic and uh, some painter's tape, tape up doors. If yes. you're going to do something really dusty, it's it's really easy to, uh, I don't know if anybody watched Dexter, but he always set up his, yeah. his kill rooms. So yeah. you almost, you know, if you're doing something, something big yeah. where like, you know, drywall, drywall dust or plaster or, or anything. Yeah. You create that uh, quote unquote kill room and it'll save your, I mean, dust just goes everywhere, right? Yes. Or if you're doing a big dusty job, uh, turn off your furnace is, yes. an, is another big one. Your your air is constantly yep. being circulated yep. and you don't want to, you know, rip the drywall. Oh, drywall is yep. the worst. Send your kids away for a month while you're doing a renovation in your kitchen. It's a lot easier. Everybody's going to start renovating <laughs> now. That, Chris? Yes. <laughs> it's, it's very hard to do a renovation in your house when you have little ones running around the house at the same time. Yes, so it would be. We got, we got through it though. Oh, yeah. So. There you go. Uh, last but not least, choose the correct paint finish. A coat of paint can freshen up any room, but choosing the proper finish is critical. High moisture areas such as bathrooms and laundry room require gloss or semi-gloss finish. Uh, you know, at the store at Doobies, uh, Benjamin Moore has uh, Bath and Spa, which is uh, which is a, a major big seller, and people love it. So again, make sure you your tip your typical finish uh, in a residential is eggshell. You want an eggshell finish. Yep. But again, uh, you know, you want to make sure you, you take a look at the application and. The staff over at Doobies or any paint store you go to can can help you choose what's uh, what's best. For Preferably you. Doobies though, because they're they're the best, and I think they're the smartest too. Hey, there you go. That's what I heard. Our staff's pretty good out there. So uh, there you go. There you have it. There's uh, some tips for you, some mistakes to avoid if you're doing some home renovations. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back and wrap up the show right after this, right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Here's your host and broker owner of the largest real estate team in Windsor, Essex, Dan Jemis. Well, there you go. Another Sunday down. It's supposed to be another nice day today, I believe. Yeah, it's going to be in the yeah. 50s, I think. Holy or the moly. 15s. If, Yesterday was gorgeous. Who you talk to. <laughs> We're outside with the neighbors playing. Having a few... Uh, well, it was like, uh, you know, all these bears were hibernating, and then you tried to drive... You you go back to driving down the street at I like know. 20 kilometers. Because everyone's out. There's That's kids good. everywhere. It's a good thing. Hey, listen, if you are thinking of buying or selling uh, a home, the Dan Gemma's team... Would love to help as always. Give us a call. We'll do a free home market evaluation. You can say hello to Sean or Courtney, Kath, Sue, hold the whole, the whole team, the whole, the whole team. team, Andrew eventually, Monica. Uh, you can reach us at five one nine five six six fifty five sixty five. It's five one nine five six six fifty five sixty five or online dangemus.com. That's d a n g e m u s dot com. And again, thanks to Chris Bernand from Direct Electric for joining us. Chris, again, one more time. If someone has electrical questions, five one nine. 796-8913. 796-8913 is Chris's number, directelectric.com. Give him a call. And uh, guys, go and enjoy the rest of your day, your weekend. Yeah, I've got uh, a listing appointment right after this. So, there you go. Yeah, I'm, I'm really kicking back and enjoying there, this yeah, weather. Yeah, there you go. Enjoy the weather. Perfect. Courtney, thank you for joining us. Thank you. We'll see you all next week. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next Sunday. You've been listening to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. If you've thought about selling or buying a home in the future, the Dan Jemis Real Estate team would love to help. Visit the team's website at danjemis.com or call the office seven days a week, 519-566-5565.